This episode is brought to you by our patrons. As a Lifestyle Influencer patron, you get to watch the episodes of each podcast. You also get a collectible season sticker with our exclusive downloads. Join now at patreon.com forward slash Christian Influencer Inspired. Welcome to Christian Influencer Inspired Podcast, a podcast about lifestyle influence with Zona Garrett and Mindy Hansen. Hi guys, I'm Lindsay Martin. I'm a real estate expert in the Charlotte area market of North and South Carolina, formerly a homeschool mom and a completely neurodivergent household, which means I'm included. I have a knack for connecting people and networking, and I love to thrift, find the best coffee shops around, especially when it supports fellow military veterans or entrepreneurs. And I'm Zona Garrett. I'm a personal and professional coach with ChristianInfluencerInspired.com, who, along with my team, has helped hundreds of individuals and entrepreneurs live and work in alignment with their God-given areas of influence. I am the co-founder of an anti-trafficking nonprofit, Bring Freedom, a veteran podcaster also heard on the Persons with Lived Experience podcast or in conferences near you. So, Mindy, you look a little unique today. Hi, guys. I'm not Mindy. (laughs) We had talked on the last episode about how Mindy has midterms. And so we had a few uh, people we kind of called in and said, hey, can you come help us out while we support her uh, being on a full-time school, full-time homeschool mom uh, journey? where she's taking her, uh, she's studying to be an RN. So, you know. That's intense. Yes. Uh, So today's episode, Lindsay and I will be talking about the Bible book portion of our Well-Balanced Reader Challenge that we had for July. And that includes the books of Genesis, Deuteronomy, Acts, 1 Corinthians, and 1 Peter. So... We should probably let the cat out of the bag and just say it was probably a little weird to read these books like individually, especially when some of them are two-parters, huh? I mean, I've read through some of those books just like Mm -hmm. straight through because it's like we've been to so many church services where it's, okay, guys, we're going to talk about this one verse or maybe... Maybe if they're crazy, they'll do even like up to like 10 or 20 verses at once. But the whole book, I mean, you have to know what the therefore is there for, which requires you to read everything around it. Yes. So So we have been working on um, building a lifestyle influence, which is our love, identity, flow, and encountering God. And we believe that as we dig into those pieces um, and we you know, get what the Lord has for our area of influence, whether that's, you know, as a full-time mom and influencing your children into Christ-likeness all the way up to, you know, whatever else uh, the plan of the Lord may or may not be for you. Um, We know that we need scripture (laughs) to renew our minds in that process. That's how we align ourselves with the Lord and his ways of thinking and his ways of doing things. So um, we have already gone through the three other books. Mindy and I had done our um, 
book reviews for those books. However, we're going to do whatever stood out to Lindsay and I as we were reading through uh, the different books of the Bible since Mindy has her midterms. I really thought it was interesting. I don't know the last time I read Deuteronomy uh, as a standalone book. I'm not going to lie. I usually right. read through the Pentateuch together, which is the first five books of the Bible. So it was it was interesting some of the things that stood out. So if you follow me on social media at Christian Influencer Inspired, I usually do a post about some of the scriptures I'm reading that day. So if you ever want to know where I'm at in my Well-Balanced Reader Challenge, just follow along on my Instagram or on TikTok. Good and to know. It's like a behind the scenes exactly where I'm at and you can interact with those things but um it was really cool being able to go through and see uh like the book of Deuteronomy okay so I'm not I'm not even gonna lie I listened to it on audiobook as it did I for me. most of it it helps me a lot. So I use version. Are you also using version, or you are you listening to it on YouTube or? I mostly do version. Um, there was a few times where like not with these books, cause it's been a while since I've used the app, but there was an app called dwell D W E L L. And the voices that they use are fantastic. But at the time they only have so many books of the Bible. They even cover so it's not one I can strictly use for listening. So yeah, it's mostly you version because everything's there. Mm -hmm. The app doesn't have to be the main thing that's open on your phone, which is the issue if you're trying to use like YouTube and drive at the same time. Yeah. So that's what and I do. Hey, for fancy YouTube. No, no, I don't either. Um, but yes, I like the hands-free listening. If you have Uversion downloaded, it will automatically keep playing. If you if you use the online version of it on your phone, it only plays a chapter at a time. So good to know. This, before warrant, you will have to essentially like turn pages, which is next next <laughs> through whatever length that is. Um yeah, it is definitely unique. I did have one of the people that said they're kind of reading along with us that they were reading through these books in a um, reader version where they take out the chapters and the verses. So it's just the book in chronological order. Okay, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I would like that, though, because I like to know where I am. Yeah. Physically and mentally, I like to know where I am. I like to know where I am, too. <laughs> then you have a bookmark spot. So, like, if it's the whole book, then you don't know where you need to pick back up necessarily without them. But, I mean, I guess you could, like, post it, note it. Probably. Why not? Anyways, I... I had heard of books that do that, like people that have Bibles that are that type of reader version or a similar would be like the message Bible where it's all 
like in sections. So it'll have a section title and then it just has different verses in there, but it doesn't actually list the exact verse, but you generally know about where you are in the book. But my preferred is always NLT. I'm not going to lie. I switch it up just depending on what I'm doing. Like if it's a straight read through, a lot of times I'll do NLT if there are specific things that I'm like reading it for or just like specific chapters, I'll normally do NASB because it's supposed to be like more accurate to the original writings. Um, but it's harder for me to palette an extensive amount of reading in NASB style and retain it as well. Sure. Even the verbiage. So. I do... I, I think if there's a, a verse that I really love, I kind of usually dig into it in the amplified version. So I can't say that I've ever read through the NASB version. I tried to. Um, I know when I, when I was growing up, we exclusively read King James and... I remember when the church decided you could also read New King James, and it was very forward-thinking. So I still know people that stand by that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not speaking like very adamant. Very um, adamant. When I was in Bible college, they required that we memorize everything in NIV, so I struggled a lot with the ones that I had already memorized in King James version. Because, of course, we were quizzed in college on everything. So, and then I think after I got out of everything, I was like, all right, I need a different version to kind of dig into on my own. Uh, so I was pulling up some of the verses that from this month's challenge that kind of had stuck out to me. And let's see here. I I think the first one for the month was 1 Peter 1, 2. And it says, God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, and his spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more grace and peace. It is so interesting to me. Like, um... The beginning of this uh, this month was really stressful, and I was like, I do need more and more grace and peace. How did the Lord know I was going to be reading this on this day? Um, so that was one of the <laughs> pieces that I kind of had started to take from First Peter. And to be completely transparent, I don't remember the last time I read through the book of First Peter. I do kind of spend a lot of time in the Old Testament just because I like those books. Um, and we do a lot of intercession, especially out of Psalms. So we we kind of camp in there in some of the, the groups and things that I'm in and where I do uh, intercessory prayer. Um, I was trying to remember some of the stuff I read from First Peter because I didn't take notes. 
No. Like I normally would. So I'm like, what do I remember from First Peter other than it's a pretty short book, guys. So, I mean, if you wanted something shorter to read, it's five chapters. Yeah. So it's it's fairly quick read slash listen. True. Uh, another one I had from First Peter was First Peter one six, and it says, "So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while." And um, one of the things we're kind of going through with our lifestyle to influence challenge is an understanding of. Um, part of what Christ likeness means is that endurance and building that. And um, we know that that means there will be trials for a while. We know that there can be suffering and that the Lord does work those areas together for our good, especially when you think about that in context of the fruits of the spirit, you know, we have patience, as a fruit of the spirit. And how do you get patience? Practice. Which Yay. I did not know before I prayed for patience. <laughs> and it was after I said, God, I'd really like more patience. That all of a sudden, oh, we're going to move. And not only did I have a toddler, but we were trying to do that remodel and pack with two kids underfoot in less than two weeks. And I'm like, that's not how I thought this was going to go. But here we go. True story. True story. Um, it's also, you know, with long suffering, you know, perseverance. Um, sometimes we forget that those are blessings that the Lord is working in us. And working through us. So even in those stressful situations, like I can't imagine trying to move in two weeks with a toddler and a elementary schooler. Um, that's <laughs> fun. Carrying out old like plaster and drywall and, oh, and asthma. So much fun. And... and asthma and carpet and refinishing floors and Everybody with a toddler knows when you put that thing away on the shelf or in a box, the kid immediately comes back behind you and dumps the whole thing on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case you didn't know they wanted it. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, one of the verses that had stuck out to me in Acts was everyone who believes in him is made right in God's sight, something the law of Moses could never do. And in reading Genesis and Deuteronomy and then Acts, uh, I can I can honestly say I've never read those books, all three of those things together. I've read Genesis and Deuteronomy together, but never in relation to Acts. So as I was going through and I'm like, oh, this is really interesting because, you know, the Old Testament books kind of showed us what sin was and it showed us what was wrong and everything we would have to try to do in order to be made right in the Lord's sight. And then you have that, you know, compared to what the truth is now as believers in Jesus, since Jesus died on the cross for us. 
um, having um, the understanding that we've been made right because of something that we can earn or do ourselves or um, attain because we were just good people or work hard enough to get like it's a gift that's been freely given so that not one of us could boast and um that's a really comforting thing because <laughs> it had to do with jesus's value for me and not what i could earn or deserve because whoo i don't know if i'd make it no i can guarantee you i wouldn't <laughs> And that's the thing is, I mean, I've ran into so many people that don't even think about the fact of where in the Bible things are. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's ridiculous because what about this and this and this and this and this and this, this other rule, this other one and over here. And I'm like, what culture were they in? What time period was it in? Is mm -hmm. it old covenant or is it new covenant? Right. Like there's a lot of questions outside of just this little glimpse that you're going off of and then trying to judge something. It's true. Well, one of the reasons I wanted us to read whole books was because I think usually we're used to hearing individual verses. And we almost as a church community have favorite verses. And those verses, I think, get preached on or get spoken about or get quoted or you see them more often on, um, you know, Christian gifts and signs in your house and and those things like, like Jeremiah 29, 11. John 3, 16, like tell me, you know, in the description box below. Let us know what are those verses that you have just seen everywhere, but when was the last time you read that in scripture and you read all of the verses around them? I think one of the biggest ones I've seen is either as for me and my house will serve the Lord, which is a good one. And then there's be still or be still and know that I'm God. Like those yeah. are a lot of the big ones at the moment. Right. I've seen on stuff. Yeah, but, which I, I value. I value those verses. Um, but I would definitely say, you know, as you kind of dig into scripture and as you read it in different ways, I feel like there are different things that are revealed to you based on what you're going through so that it can become that daily bread like we talk about. So, like, I remember just a few days ago, I was very discouraged and I was just like, Oh my gosh, are any of these things ever going to get better? Which I know they're going to get better. But, um, I did actually laugh out loud when I read this verse in Genesis and it goes, Abraham was a hundred years old when Isaac was born and Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this will laugh with me. And I thought, how many times have I looked at a situation that it was like beyond humanly possible for that situation to have occurred? And yet the Lord in his infinite wisdom still brought it about. And it's like, you just kind of got to laugh at yourself and how much you worked yourself into a tizzy for no reason. Yep. 
That's one of the two reasons my son's middle name is Isaac. Is it really? <laughs> one, because it means full of laughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need any more seriousness because I mean, his first name means unwavering protector. Yeah. And the original middle name we picked meant good with a spear. And I'm like, that's intense. Uh, I think I'm going to, I'm think I'm, I'm going to mull this over a while. And we went with Isaac one, because it means full of laughter Two, it took, it took us two years to have him. And I'd given up at that point. And I was told when we started by doctors, yeah, you're, you're going to have to go to somebody. You have to have like medical intervention in order to have another kid. And I'm like, mom, I'll let God do what he wants. How about that? Yeah. So, and so jokes on you. (laughs) Right. It was considered (laughs) secondary infertility, right? I guess they didn't tell me what an actual name was. They just told me I had a diagnosis at that point of polycystic ovarian syndrome. And I'm like, what the heck does that even mean? They're like, well, it's going to be hard for you to have kids. And I'm like, I already have one. And we weren't really trying at that time. He's like, oh, huh. Well, that's interesting. Scribbles on little journal book. Well, if you want another one, you're definitely going to have to go to a fertility doctor and you're going to have to get in vitro. And I'm like, I don't have to do anything. Thank right. you. <laughs> yeah. Now we know that this can be a very sensitive subject. So we want to be mindful of those that are on their different parts of that journey and just say, we love you. We're praying for you. We're praying with you. And um, everybody's in a different spot. Every situation is unique. Every circumstance is different. Yeah. By all means, come talk to me about whatever. And there's no judgment zone. It's a no judgment zone. Yeah. Um, real quick, we do want to give some love to our sponsors. So we're going to cut to our sponsors and then we're going to be back with our lifestyle to influence moment and to continue our talk and go through kind of the rest of Genesis, a little bit of Acts and a little bit of First Corinthians. Do you need a great local or online place to pick up the perfect Christian gifts, such as personalized books, journals, Bibles for littles, or maybe games for the family, or even calendars for back to school. As we get ready for back to school and eventually Christmas, check out Books a Million on our link tree. I've been part of the Millionaires Club since 2021, and I always get complimented on my gift finds from Books a Million. We are so excited to bring you some superior iced tea blends from Adagio Teas. Discover the superior taste and aroma of farm fresh teas. Whether they're loose, bagged, or iced, you can enjoy hundreds of artisan tea varieties and imaginative tea brewing accessories. And if you click the link in our bio, you get free shipping with any order over $49. Hi, everyone. This is Lindsay with Jeff Cook Real Estate. I service the greater Charlotte area in both North and South Carolina and in cities anywhere from York to Monroe and Lancaster to Mooresville. You can reach out to me with any questions regarding finding a home 
avoiding pitfalls in your home search and financing. And Lindsay Martin with Jeff Cook Real Estate provides free consultations to help you develop a strategy to get you into the home that you're searching for. Are you looking for Christian books but have a small or no Christian bookstore near you? Grab our link in our link tree and support our sponsor of the show, christianbook.com. You won't regret it. Thank you so much for supporting our sponsors. We couldn't do this without you or them. And check out their links in the show notes, or they're always available on our website, christianinfluencerinspired.com. Don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast whenever you listen to podcasts and share with a friend. So we are going to dig into our lifestyle to influence moment. And then we're going to jump back into our well-balanced reader uh, for the month of July as we continue to wrap up our books. We are going to talk about building a lifestyle of love, identity, flow, and encountering God. Our well-balanced reader challenge is developing character, renewing your mind, and transforming you into the image of Christ, all while we are on the journey to a lifestyle to influence together. Yay! So that was our lifestyle to influence moment. And then we are going to pick back up on our discussion with our well-balanced reader uh, biblical books that we've been going over, kind of just recapping what were things that are maybe themes, things like that, that kind of stuck out to us. And Lindsay is going to be the one who goes through those with us each month. That's exciting. It's going to uh, be great, so we'll, guys. Uh, we'll get to hear more from her. And if you guys become a patron of the show, you're able to actually see her lovely face. Did have another verse in Deuteronomy that I wanted to mention just because, I don't know, I really liked it. So it's Deuteronomy 24, 17. It says, true justice must be given to foreigners living among you and to orphans, and you must never accept a widow's garment as security for her debt. Um, those of you that know, know that I am a very strong anti-trafficking advocate. And it was interesting to me how the justice of the Lord for the widows and the orphans and, you know, not exploiting people like taking a widow's garment, right. Would be the exploitation of somebody who was in a power dynamic that was lesser than yours, which is. They did a lot of really interesting things that I wonder how much of Western culture could benefit from. Yeah. Just like the way they handled debts to each other, the way they handled loans, the way they handled their own justice systems, the way they even handled like their crops mm -hmm. and the things that they produce were just completely different. Yeah. And letting the land rest. That's on the super here. important for those of you that aren't farm country. That is super important. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of us too, that are listening that have almost like, started planting gardens again, have looked at, you know, sustainable things to have on their land as far as, you know, fruit trees, nut trees. Um, obviously gardening spaces and things you can eat. But I mean, I even talked to a lady who she plants sunflowers because her son has a nut allergy so they can't get commercially processed sunflower seeds. She I just know they've got 
salted and unsalted and organic and raw and mm-hmm. but you just never know which part of the process is actually going to cause an issue. Yep. Well, most of the time they're processed on the same machinery as nuts or nut products. That's a problem. Yeah. So, but it honestly, before she said that, it never even occurred to me. Oh yeah, you could just grow your own sunflower seeds. That's definitely a lot easier than some of the other nuts I'm sure that are in the production. Yes. And it has a lot of minerals that are really good for you. I did have a verse out of Axe that I liked. Well, let's be honest. There's a few. You gotta do Axe before Genesis. Um, let's see. I had done... I had a couple verses from Genesis that I'd already said, but one of them that I had dug into was you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so we could save the lives of many people. And that's Genesis 50 verse 20. And again, because I am a huge anti-trafficking advocate, it is powerful to me. Because I experienced trafficking and it just kind of spoke almost into that identity where, you know, the Lord has taken the thing that really came against me in my own life. And I'm now able to use that and share, you know, through the the power of the testimony and by the blood of the lamb, you know, in order to overcome and to have creative solutions to actually and human trafficking is really a cool thing that something that should have been the biggest shame of my life has been redeemed and turned around and is now something that I get to help others step out of that shame and pain. Um, which, I mean, that's one of the greatest honors, right? His highest value are people. Right. Genesis just like, not even verses. They're just, it's like a nutrient dense book. There are just so many stories. And even going along with trafficking, I mean, there's the whole story of Joseph in there, which of course, the whole time I'm reading it, for those of you around the same age or had kids around the same time, honestly, it would be better. Uh, Veggie Tales Ballad of Little Joe. So the whole time I'm reading it, I'm also seeing the Veggie Tales Ballad of Little Joe stuff because that was one of my kids' favorites. But that whole situation, like the fact that his brothers got jealous, so he ended up not being found where they left him and sold into slavery and had dreams. And which, for those of you who are dealing with maybe learning, um, being slow to speak and having wisdom on even things that you do get any revelation on and when you should share them and who you should share them with. That is a great lesson in that because if uh, y'all read through that, Joseph probably shouldn't have shared that with his brothers. Yeah. Possibly not his dad either. I mean, his dad might've came alongside if it was just him and been like, you know what, man, uh, that's something that we can look into. That's definitely something we can pray on. Let's see what God's saying out of that. But it did come to pass. He did end up being able to help save his family and not only his whole family, but like 
every area around them due to the knowledge of coming famines and there being shortages in food. Not that we have any of that going on here, but just like being able to have that revelation and be able to not only help himself, but to have favor through these situations and trials that he went through and just bam, here's this job where you're in a ton of authority. Bam. We can now help your entire family. Not only will we help your family, we will give you the best land that we have available, which as a real estate person that stood out to me, not only did they help his family and give them land, he said, no, we will give you the best land that we have, and that will be your family's. And basically the whole rest of the land in that area, because people, not only did they run out of food, they're like, well, I don't have money to pay you at this point. And he's like, well, you can give me your livestock. Well, after that, the next year came around and they're like, well, we don't have money. And now we also don't have livestock or crops. He's like, I guess you can sell your land to us. At that point, the kingdom owned everything except what Joseph's family had and the land that was given to basically the priests. Yep. I mean, that's some favor, guys. That is some favor. <laughs> Think about it from that regard. Like it was very common in that time period to assume that either you had sinned or done something wrong in order to end up in the type of situations that he had been in. And it wouldn't be uncommon for to say, is this your sin or your family's sin? Right. How and, many verses are on you and your family for yeah. generations? What did you do? Yeah. So guilt, shame, condemnation, the three ugly stepsisters. Not to mention doubt. Did, did God really tell you that? Mm-hmm. Are you sure that's what you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, what we have from the text, we don't actually see him complain we don't see him curse god we don't see him you know being like why god why me so i mean and i i struggle with that i'm not gonna lie i have my moments so you know i try to catch him quick (laughs) what what is that we were talking about renewing our minds oh yeah that's why we're doing this this study take every thought captive and renew your mind and soul So, you know, we have these things because it's so important for us to be constantly reminding ourselves, like, we're not dealing with these things in a vacuum. We're not the only people in history that have had hard times or, you know, really tight budgets or really tight food options or any of those things. And we can see the faithfulness of the Lord kind of come through in ways that were unexpected at the time. There's also the whole, I mean, I still hear from a bunch of people. Well, I mean, I don't know how to do that. I like, that's not something he would call me to do. I don't have experience. I don't have this spiritual gift. I don't have these skills. So lately I'm like, guys, come on. Like God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Very much so. Um, were there any other 
things that stuck out to you for this month? I know we're we're going a little longer than usual. I mean, it's it's just amazing, like how many people made mistakes and I always wonder why certain mistakes are highlighted and certain ones aren't. But I know a lot of time when we're in church, we talk about, well, they had trials and they got past them, but might not always talk about like, these people couldn't have a kid and randomly had like, here, use my slave, use my mistress, have a relative. And then all of a sudden they have issues with the generational blessings and who it should go to. And I'm like, that's, that's a mess. But it's, mm -hmm. it's always interesting to think that they had the forethought of not just being like, guys, like, here's all the amazing things that happened. They're like, Here's the things that led up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Like the genealogy stuff that's hard to read through some for some of us that are ADHD. And I'm like three names in and I'm like, I already forgot who's in there, guys. Like it's it's too long. Luckily we've had people that have made nice long timeline and genealogy charts. But to know that these people are all like in Jesus's genealogy. Like mm. even like they have the prostitute is in there. Mm -hmm. I it's don't true. think she was thinking about that during her lifetime. Surely I will be of the lineage of someone great and life changing to the world. Right. That's another wonderful thing about, not only the old, but the new Testament is we have 4,000 years worth of information to look at. And how many people do you know that even in their own lifetime, they're like, if I could go back five years, 10 years to when I was 20 with the information I have now, we have thousands of years of history and information at our fingertips that we can apply to different areas true and it's the living word yep yep well guys we have truly enjoyed reading through this month's scriptures um mindy and i will be back to share what august scriptures you can go ahead and dig into uh or you can always follow us on social media so then that way you already have what the verses are we're reading for this month uh being the month of august and you can see all of the video episodes when we, you become a patron of the show at patreon.com forward slash Christian Influencer Inspired. And on tomorrow's episode, we are going to be talking. Let me get my handy dandy notebook out. Ooh, we're going to be talking about our coping skill for the month of August. So. Do we get any spoilers or do we got to wait until tomorrow? No, you got to wait until tomorrow. Oh, gosh. I know. It's going to be great, though. So the good news is you don't have to wait over a weekend since this is Monday's episode. So you can find out just tomorrow. 
Hooray. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time.